It's easy to carry a grudge when your trust has been betrayed, but you have the power to let go of the pain you carry with you. I hope you'll join us for this week's message and find out how through the power of forgiveness. Join us as we continue our series on The Grudge right now. Life has its ups and downs. Life can be fun. Life is sometimes hectic. And life is full of choices. Welcome to Venture, the podcast that brings the biblical truth to the ventures that we face in this world and live in today. Hey, thanks for joining us. I hope you're ready for another Venture Podcast. Uh, My name is Dan Wills. I'm lead pastor at Chandler Acres Church in Bellevue, Nebraska, and I want to welcome you today. I I really do. I really mean what I mean. You know what I mean? (laughs) Hey, uh, just so glad you guys are uh, paying attention today, joining us, uh, listening in. Uh, wherever you are, uh, I believe God has placed you where you need to be today to hear a message that um, I, I think weighs on us uh, a lot. In fact, I'm going to warn you today, uh, it could be a little bit challenging uh, because how many of you know that oftentimes in life, uh, the best things are on the other side of the difficult things, right? They tend to be, right? So today we, we're going to talk about some things that are, are a little bit difficult, but I believe the best things are to come. And so if you were with us last week, we started our message series called The Grudge, and we talked about overcoming the smaller offenses that hold us back and and weigh us down. Uh, The good news is we're getting over it, right? Uh, If you're over it, say, I'm over it. Uh, And you only know what that means if you listen to uh, last week's podcast. Uh, If you have not done done so, I encourage you to do that uh, before you move on with this one. I really do. Um, So you can stay in in tune with uh, the series. Uh, next week, though, we're going to be talking about something that I believe will impact a lot of people. We're actually going to talk about forgiving God. Now, if you're technical, I think it would be fair to say we're, we're, we never really forgive God because God doesn't sin. But there are a lot of people, and maybe some of you, who feel like God let them down. God didn't do what he could have done, or God allowed something that you think God shouldn't have allowed, or there are some of us who are actually holding a grudge against God, right? And so we're going to talk about reconciling with God next week. Uh, So I'm looking forward to that. And then the final week, um, I think, is going to be really awesome because we're going to be talking about something that I don't think we've uh, we've had on any messages before, or maybe you haven't even heard these before, but we're going to talk about forgiving yourself. Uh, There are so many people that I believe may know the grace of Jesus and say, okay, yes, I, I believe God can forgive someone else, or maybe God can forgive me, but I just can't seem to let it go. I'm still carrying the guilt and the shame of something that I did in the past. So, so we're going to talk about forgiving ourselves, all right? Well, today, like I said, is, a, is going to be a heavy one. Uh, it may not be easy, but I believe that on the other side of difficult, we often find what is best. So to start off today's message, we're, we're going to dive into the words of Jesus in, in Luke's gospel, specifically Luke chapter 17, and so it'll help us set the tone uh, for today's uh, message today today's podcast. Um, We're going to start with Luke 17, verse 1. Listen to what it says. Jesus said to his disciples, things that cause people to stumble are bound to come, but woe to anyone through whom they come. Now, there's another version that says it this way, that it's impossible that no offenses would come. 
okay? Because there are going to be times where we're going to stumble. People will hurt us. They will let us down. They may betray us. And Jesus says that's going to happen, okay? Then he goes on to say, we're going to jump to verse 3. He says, so watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them, all right? Pause there for a second. Because in other words, let's just not pretend like it didn't happen, right? let's, Let's confront them. Let's deal with it. Uh, as followers of Christ, we try to make things right. Our goal is reconciliation. That's our whole relationship that's based on with Jesus Christ is reconciliation. So so we're going to talk about it, we're, we're going to deal with it, and we're going to try to find healing. He says, if your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them, and, uh, and if they repent, forgive them. So you have to let it go. You got to let them off the hook, release it, forgive them, right? And then Jesus says something that's incredibly challenging. Listen to what he says. This is verse 4. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. He says, you must forgive them. You know, the disciples are, are hearing that, perhaps thinking the same thing that you might be thinking this time. You know, I can do one time, maybe two times, you know, in a lifetime, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, I definitely am not going to do it not three, four times and, you know, definitely five, six, seven, you're, you're talking crazy now, especially when you're talking within one day. If they come back and apologize, okay, they repent seven times in a day. Uh, Christ says, forgive them. That's what he says. And then I love what the disciples answer him with. They, they say in verse five, this one says, the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. <laughs> increase our faith. In other words, we need more faith to do what you're asking us to do with if somebody comes to us like that, right? And so today's message, today's podcast is titled, The Faith to Forgive. So who betrayed you? Who lied to you or lied about you? Who mistreated you or took advantage of you, uh, advantage of you is what I want to say. See, last week we talked about letting go of the small offenses, and that's relatively easy when, when someone does something one time or, or it's small. It's not so easy when it's not one time, though, or, or something that's very, very big and very, very painful, especially when you're betrayed by someone that you trusted, someone that you admired, someone that you loved dearly and always believed had the best intentions for you. So who betrayed you? It could have been a roommate who stole something that you had. Uh, it could have been a kid, you, a kid in school that bullied you or, or said stuff about you online. Uh, it could have been a boyfriend that lied to you and then ended up lying about you. Uh, it could have been a dad that you simply wanted to please, and no matter what you did, he always seemed to make you feel small and insignificant. Maybe it's a spouse that you trusted and believed in who betrayed your trust, crushed your heart. It could have been an authority figure in your life, someone that you admired, Someone that you should have that that should have protected you, but that person did not protect you. So, who betrayed you? Who hurt you? Do we really need to forgive something like that? Forgive someone like that, something that's that significant when they don't deserve it at all. And if we are supposed to forgive them, how in the world do we do it? How do we forgive if they're still doing things that we that 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 make us feel uh, bad or that just feel unforgivable? Right. If you've been betrayed in a significant way, I don't necessarily know what it is. I, I, I don't because, uh, you, you, one, you haven't let me know. Unless you let me know, I won't know. But I promise you this. I do have some sense of understanding in my own life. I'm just going to give you two 
Just two very quick examples. I have more, but I'm just going to give you two uh, today. Uh, one example, I've shared this with, uh, with uh, I believe, on our, our listeners before. I definitely have shared it with our, my congregation live at, at our church. But um, uh, my wife and I had a friend who, who we let live with us uh, for a sh- small amount of time, and he wasn't with us very long. And we came home one day to our apartment door wide open and, and we go into our apartment and many things are missing. He had, he had stolen from us, robbed us of some security and trust. Uh, and then there was another friend of mine that I trusted a lot, did something that he did something that compromised and significantly hurt, significantly hurt, uh, our friendship. And, and so what do you do? How, how do you forgive, right? How do you forgive when you don't feel like forgiving? When, when, what if you even try and it just doesn't seem to go away? You know, I can relate to the, to those questions. Uh, I, it's a little bit like trying to vacuum, uh, trying to vacuum up a, a piece of paper or lint that just won't come up. Okay. I uh, hope, hope, hope you've had this happen to you. Otherwise it might not make sense a lot, but, but maybe you're vacuuming and there's, there's this little something on the ground and you go over it with this perfect technique and you brush back and it, and it doesn't come up. And so you try it from another angle, right? Uh, a few times and it still doesn't come up. And so you, you get it at another angle and with all the power of the Lord in you, and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, right? But it doesn't come up. And so what do you do? You, if you're like me, you reach down and you pick up that piece of paper, lint or whatever it is, and you kind of look at it like, man, why isn't this thing coming up? It should just go right in the vacuum. And then what do you do? You throw it back down on the ground and you, and you try it again, right? Instead of throwing it away or whatever. But, we, but what we do is we go at it from every angle. And, and so the same thing is when we, we do it, when we forgive, uh, when we can't seem to forgive, we have to try it from every angle. And so this message will be painful for some, gut-wrenching and agonizing, I get it, but I, but I hope you'll understand that God tells us clearly as followers of Christ that, that we are to forgive. Okay, uh, I'm going to give you three different portions of Scripture that, um, that really emphasize this. Okay, Matthew's Gospel is the first one. Matthew 5, 43 and 44 says this. If, you've, uh, if you have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, right? Paul said this in Ephesians, uh, Ephesians 4.32. He said, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. And then Jesus' word in Matthew chapter 6, again, back, back to Matthew, uh, it's, it's going to stop you in your tracks. Listen to this one. Matthew 6, 14 and 15 says, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Man, that's a gut punch, right? God tells us clearly to forgive. If we are to forgive, what does that really mean? What, what do we do? How do we do it? What does it mean to forgive? Well, in order to really understand what it does mean to forgive, let, let's first start with what it does not mean to forgive, okay? What forgiveness, forgiveness is not. I'll, I'll give you a couple of things. Uh, first one is we need to understand that forgiveness is not forgetting, 
Okay, forgiveness is not forgetting. To forgive doesn't necessarily mean you you wipe your brain, you have no memory, no reconciliation. I'm sorry, not reconciliation, but recollection uh, whatsoever. Right? It, it's not saying it's it's never happened. It's not uh, just sweeping it under the rug. It's not saying what the person did to you wasn't completely wrong, wasn't sinful. It, it's not saying you have to be a doormat the rest of your life and ha- and have to allow them to continue to abuse you, continue to hurt you, and, and you need. Need to just smile and take it for the glory of, of Jesus, and, and then still send them Christmas cards and, and always put a heart emoji on everything they post on Instagram. That's not necessarily what forgiveness is. You can actually forgive someone and still create healthy boundaries. You can forgive someone and say, Yes, I've let it go, but we still need to rebuild trust to get back to where we were before because there are consequences uh, of what you did or what you said. We can forgive and rebuild a relationship over time. In other words, forgiveness is not always forgetting, right? What else is forgiveness not? Well, uh, forgiveness also isn't fair, okay? Forgiveness is not fair. There's nothing fair about it at all. Uh, So I just let uh, let you off for no reason, and everything you did was just wrong, and now it's just gone? That's not fair, you know? It's not natural, you know, it's fair to pay them back. You hit me on the cheek. It's fair that you got one coming back, right? You hurt one of my children. Justice says I get to do something back. Jesus says pray for my enemies. All right, okay, that's fair. I'll pray for my enemies. I pray you get hemorrhoids in your ears, you know? Now, that's that's fair, right? Now, I don't even know if that's possible, but I think it's probable. But anyway, that's, that's why you go to a doctor for medical advice and not your pastor. But anyway, <laughs> it, it's not fair. I want fair, God. God, you got to be fair. You got to be fair. But what's interesting is we like it when God's not fair to us. As Christians, we like it that God's not fair to us because he's not always fair. He's always just. He's not always fair, but he's always just because if God was always fair, then I would get what my sins deserve. God's always just, but he's not always fair. And he's not always fair to our benefit. In fact, I love the power of Psalm 103. Listen to this, Psalm 103, 10 through 12. He says, he does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities, right? That's our wrong, wrongdoings. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. Forgiveness isn't necessarily the same as forgetting, and forgiveness isn't always fair. So, so what is forgiveness? Well, forgiveness is uh, giving others what God gave us in Christ. Let me say that again. Forgiveness is giving others what God gave us in Christ. Forgiveness is offering to other people the same grace that God has offered us. For those of you that are followers of Christ, have you been forgiven of anything? I'm sure you have. Have you experienced grace that you didn't deserve? Uh, obviously, I know I have. Have you been the beneficiary of the mercy and the goodness of our God? Almost every day, you know? I don't know about some of you. I know some of you may be perfect. And if you're perfect, great. Just sit there and wherever you are and you polish your halo all day long, okay? You, you, you perfect thing you, okay? But do me a favor. Don't come and listen to my podcast then because this is a place for imperfect people, forgiven people, people of grace, okay? I, I, know, I don't know what you've been uh, forgiven of, but man, oh dear God, for me, I've been forgiven of some sins in my life, right? I've experienced grace that I, that I did not deserve, mercy from my God, forgiveness because of Jesus, right? 
So, so what is forgiveness? Well, forgiveness is giving to others the very same thing that our good God has given to us. Okay? It's the power of the gospel. In, in fact, 1 John tells us this. 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And so I have a question. Is it okay to say the word sins in, in our culture today? Is it okay to say sins in our culture today? Because what I read and what I hear is, well, nobody's a sinner. We're all good people, right? Well, truthfully, we're all sinners. We've all messed up and sinned against the, the holy God, our holy God. And so what is sin? Well, that, the word in, this, in the Greek is it's an archery term. It simply means to miss the mark. Uh, you can miss the mark by, you know, 50 feet, 100 yards, 1,000 feet, whatever, you know, or you can miss it by one centimeter, a half a centimeter. But guess what? You still missed the mark. If we confess that before God and say, you know what, I'm sorry, God, I'm sorry I've sinned against you, I'm sorry that I did wrong, I'm sorry that I was hateful, I'm sorry that I was lustful, I'm sorry that I betrayed somebody, I'm sorry, God, for, for whatever it is, I, I was just wrong. If we confess our sins, our God is faithful and just. He's not always fair, but he's always just. He is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Forgiveness is giving to others what God has given us. Uh, in other words, the gospel isn't just receiving forgiveness, but it's giving forgiveness. It's, it's, just, it's not just being the recipient of the grace of God, but it's giving his grace to others. Okay, I'll say it this way. Forgiveness doesn't just flow to us as disciples of Jesus. Forgiveness flows through us. It flows from us. It's undeserved mercy, undeserved grace, undeserved goodness to, to us that continues to flow through us. Okay, The question today, though, is how's your flow? I know it sounds weird, but but how's your flow? And because I don't know if you know this prayer or not, but but if you do, you 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 may be able to just say it along with me wherever you are. You might be able to just you know recite it out loud along with me as as I say it. But we're going to get to a little part about forgiveness. Okay, Jesus said this is how we should pray. He said, "You pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven." Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. Do you really want to pray that? Do you really want to pray that? Because it says, forgive me just like I forgive them. Is that really what I'm, I'm supposed to do? Yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do. In other words, I'm supposed to forgive, forgive me as I forgive my boss that I still hate. Or forgive me like I forgave my ex-spouse that I just put nails under their tires for. You know, I don't know if that's what you do. I don't have an ex-spouse, so <laughs> whatever. I, I, whatever you got to do, right? I'm just making it up. Anyway, forgive me like I forgive others. So, so how's your flow? Forgiveness isn't just what, that which flows to us, but is that which flows through us. So why, why would God ask us to forgive? There, there would be many reasons why he would ask us to, to forgive. But one of the top reasons he would ask you to forgive something that seems unforgivable and isn't fair is because God loves you so much. He loves you. He doesn't just ask you to forgive someone else to heal the other person. He asks you to forgive to help heal you. The wound in you. 
In other words, forgiving someone else, the person that betrayed you, the person that lied about you, the person that cheated you, forgiving them may not set them free, but forgiving someone else always sets you free. Why, why would God ask you to forgive? Because he loves you so much. You know, I, I prayed uh, so much about this, this, this specific message uh, as, as I prep for, uh, for this series because I know this brings up so many significant wounds for so many people. There's so many different things for so many different people. And I hope there's no part of you that hears me say that this is an easy thing to do, that forgiveness is, that forgiveness is easy. There's no part that says it's easy. Easy is to hold a grudge. Easy is to live in bitterness. Easy is to wish the worst for someone who deserves something bad right? Easy is to continue to plot, to rehearse what they did, to rehearse what you will say the next time you're there, or next time you, you see them, you know? Easy is not to talk, not to try to heal. Easy is to let the devil continue to split your family. Easy is to walk in hatred and unforgiveness. Forgiveness is not easy. It's easy to remain bitter. It takes faith to forgive. And so we need to ask, Lord, increase our faith. Increase our faith. What does faith do? Faith enables me to see an opportunity for freedom where others only see an opportunity for an offense. Let me say that one again because that's really important. Faith enables me to see an opportunity for freedom where others only see an opportunity for an offense. Faith empowers me. Faith doesn't mean that you feel gracious, doesn't mean you feel excited. Uh, You know, I'm just going to, I'm just letting this go, you know. In fact, you may not feel anything. Faith often activates long before feelings follow. I'm choosing by faith. In, in other words, in my flesh, I, I'm still angry. In my flesh, I'm still, I still feel betrayed. But by faith, I'm choosing to offer the same thing that God offered to me. I'm choosing to offer the same thing to you that God offered to me. And that's forgiveness. It might be a process. It, it, it may happen in a moment. It may take some time, whatever it is. But we're going to ask to increase our faith. It takes faith to forgive. It takes faith to believe that on the other side of the offense, there's something better than holding a grudge. You know, when you, when you start to pray about or think about and lean into this, you might want to ask yourself the question. You're, you're going to want to maybe ask this question. How much forgiveness do they deserve? Well, we're not asking how much forgiveness do they deserve. We're asking how much freedom do you desire? And so we have to let it go. And it takes faith. It takes faith to forgive. It's choosing to say, hey, what you did to me is no longer going to hold me prisoner. What you said is not going to limit my future. The portrayal that you did, I'm not going to let it hold me down. I'm not going to let it pollute my heart. I'm not going to let it poison my soul. Yeah, what you said was wrong, and yes, what you did wasn't fair, and yes, what it was wasn't right, and it might have been years of abuse, but I'm not going to let it rob me from years of my future. By continuing to dwell in the past, by faith, I choose to let it go. I'm not a victim anymore. I'm not a prisoner. It takes faith to forgive. Now, I told you two quick examples earlier uh, in, in this message of, of those who hurt me. Uh, I told you about my friend who stole from my wife and I, and, and he apologized uh, many years later, and he said, I was wrong. Uh, will you forgive me? And at that moment, as I've been forgiven, I did forgive him. Uh, I still remember it. I, I still, it still has some issues of the security and, and the trust of some of those things, but, but I did forgive him, okay? Now, the man who hurt our friendship, my friendship, has, has never apologized. 
And so do I have to forgive him? Well, I became a follower of Christ holding a grudge, and I heard a message similar to this one years and years and years and years ago, that as I forgive others, Jesus will forgive me. And I didn't want to withhold what had been offered to me, and so I have forgiven him. I have forgiven him. But my hope is one day we will be able to mend the relationship. That's, that's what I pray. I do. You see, forgiveness doesn't change the past. It doesn't change what he did. It doesn't change what she said. It doesn't change the betrayal but it changes your soul. It changes your future. So what is forgiveness? It is giving to others the very same thing that God has given to us. So increase our faith, God. Increase our faith. And as God, as as I'm speaking to some of the most significant pains today, those that are listening today, I ask that the power of your Holy Spirit would do what, what we cannot do. And that is God and increase our faith to forgive. All right, that concludes another episode of Venture Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's message. I, I hope I didn't hurt too many feelings. Uh, I know it was really difficult to, to process through. And I hope you'll join us next week as we talk about forgiving God, you know, having a grudge against God. Even though we really can't, we still do. So join us next week. We'll talk to you soon. If you'd like to know more about Venture Podcast or Chandler Acres Church, or if you'd like to support this ministry, please visit us at chandleracreschurch.com.